1: On this episode of the Multi Amory Podcast, we are wishing you a happy Polly Days, part two, colon, this time it's personal, where we're going to be sharing some of our personal holiday stories with you, uh, as well as playing some fun games such as Two Truths and a Lie Bible Edition with Emily, um, and uh, also talking about some practical things about introducing your partners and your family to each other. Uh, yeah, the so, people
2: weren't expecting, when they fired up the Multi-Amory podcast all about alternative relationships, that they'd be getting some Bible trivia. No, but, but you will be. Hell, I this, didn't folks. expect
0: it.
1: Yes. <laughs> I don't
0: even know if it's going to be real Bible trivia, but here
1: we are. Yeah, well, two out of every three is going to be true, and one is okay. going to be a lie. But we'll we'll get to that no. later.
2: Depending on your definition of true, but that's for another podcast. <sighs> Yeah.
1: multi-theology some, with Dedeker winston that's some
0: deep <laughs> shit right mm-hmm. there yes
1: yeah. okay, okay yeah. you guys
2: yeah let's hop into this so the holidays or mm-hmm. the poly days or whatever it is you want to call it um uh, just to be honest with all you listeners um we're all kind of on edge because we've all been like fighting with our significant others sometimes yeah. multiple significant others yeah um,
1: pretty much um,
2: and it's not fun. It's really not fun. Um, and that kind of got us started on this discussion about the, the holiday times in general. Um, about how, yes, there's this whole cultural narrative about how this time is supposed to be really happy and warm and It's bright the most
0: wonderful time of the
1: year. And <laughs>
2: comfort and joy. You know, uh-huh. all those tidings of comfort and joy. When oh in God. reality, like, Look people are so stressed.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yeah, well, I... Yeah, sorry, do you want to go, Emily? No, no, just when, I mean,
0: for me, especially, like, you know, I work two jobs, and I just added another job, which is caroling for the holidays onto it, and mm-hmm. that, like, takes up every single weekend, and but, then I work during the week, so
1: but that basically just, I work seven days a week during the holidays. That doesn't just fill you with Christmas cheer, though, every time you carol? I mean, it,
2: I know, you're, in, like, it the does. most Christmassy job ever, you're caroling. I know, like, does I that, love does caroling. Does not all the Christmas... The Christmas tidings of peace and, and you know Played. goodwill towards men, not balance out.
0: <laughs> wow, Zachary, you you're no doing well. Of it. <laughs> God, the Christian people must know all the all the lyrics to all the Christmas songs. Yeah, but no, I mean hmm. it's uh, it's nice because it, I just I have a lot going on and therefore we don't have a lot of time to like spend with our loved ones. So that's yeah. challenging sometimes because you have to work in order to afford all those gifts for people.
2: Oh, yeah. My God. That whole like, thing, I, and especially if you are poly and you have to buy gifts for multiple people, yeah, like meaningful like gifts for multiple people, yeah, it's, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Uh, just just earlier today, actually, I had an appointment with my chiropractor, who's amazing. Also, Emily's chiropractor, yeah, yeah, is um, yeah, yeah, like miracle worker. But it'd been a while since seriously? I'd been, um, and I was, you know, came in. He's like, "How you been doing?" I'm like, "Well." things feel a little bit out of place. I've been kind of getting these headaches and you know, I feel really tight or whatever. And so he went in and like started cracking things and adjusting things and whatever. And just kind of right away, he's like, yeah, you're, you're real tense. And he's like, I've been actually seeing a lot of this lately with the holidays coming up. Like a lot of people are very stressed and a lot of people are not drinking enough water because it's winter time and you don't think about drinking water as much in the winter time as you do in the summer. Um, but just, yeah, and I, and it kind of, when he said that, it sort of clarified something I'd been sort of realizing for a little while, which was just <laughs> that um, this past, I don't know, I don't want to say a whole month, but since like a little bit before Thanksgiving, I have just felt this kind of like tension across my mm. shoulders of just this like, mm. and it's not about something specific. Like I, I'm not worried about, specific some specific family thing i'm not specifically worried about something with a partner or something but there's just this sense of like stress and i don't know if it's something yeah. that i'm picking up off of like I was gonna say, the it, world it feels like
2: it or- was <laughs> it's kind of the same way that like when the holidays hit in all their splendor in all their crazy commercial splendor like mm-hmm, you can't yeah. escape it like you right. cannot escape it it doesn't matter like what holiday it is that you celebrate, or if you celebrate the holidays at all, like you just cannot escape it. Um, like it's I'm there, here, like I'm here cool in right. Istanbul right now, and this is a Muslim country. Um, mm-hmm. Like Christmas is not really a huge thing. However, there are Christmas decorations everywhere. Really, and the ju- and the justification is like, well, it's leading up to New Year's because that is the big holiday. Right. Um, mm. But it's like even over here, I can't escape the Christmassiness, even in like a freaking Muslim country. Um, yeah, wow. and. <laughs> So I don't know. Like maybe that's part of it. Like maybe there is something about osmosis where it's like even if you're heading into the holidays like feeling pretty good, like I got enough money for gifts and like I'm on good relationships, you know, with my family. Um, I got my plans all set. It's all going to be great. But there's still this like collective angst around the holidays that I think is actually really hard to escape from.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. And I, if you I are
0: actually single during this time, it's super hard because. The holidays are often so much about like being with family and being with loved ones, and if you're single, then maybe you're not going to be experiencing that, which I think we'll try to we'll kind of get into, but sometimes if you are with someone but not able to spend the holidays with them, that also can be like a really
1: challenging thing well, yeah, I mean I think that's that's related to what we're talking about, where there's yeah. like I, I know that in monogamous relationships, there's still that thing of like oh it's the holidays. Mm-hmm. Are we both going to go to one family or another? Are we going to go yeah. to our own families? Yeah. Like, what are we going to do, right? Yeah. And that's definitely yeah. come up for me in like pretty much all of my serious monogamous relationships in the for past. For sure,
2: mm-hmm. and
1: yeah. with polyamory, it's kind of that again. Like, it, it's the same thing again. Sometimes it's the
2: negotiation process,
1: right? Sometimes yeah. even more so about um, you know just kind of what are you gonna do like for example to make it personal we did promise to be personal in this episode (laughs) yeah um i get to see Dedeker this Mm -hmm. week for a week uh and then she's going up to spend the actual christmas and new years with her family with her mom um and so we're talking already about like okay well when are we going to do our christmas like what's that going to be like what are going to be the events in that. And luckily for us, yeah. one of those events is going to see Emily Carol at Disneyland. So it's yeah, going to be. So, like,
2: so we're going to profit it's, off it's of be Emily's, awesome. Emily's. Emily's is being suffering. forced to bring us the Christmas spirit. <laughs> I am yeah. happy to do
0: that to both of you.
1: <laughs> right. But like, we're, we're excited about that. But it is like we're not spending Christmas together. We're not spending New Year's. Mm-hmm. Like, right? My New yeah. Year's kiss is not going to be dedicated. Right. Oh, so that's. Yeah. That is a, a thing that we're kind of trying to plan around and plan other events so that we feel like we've done something special during the holidays, even if we're not spending those actual days together.
2: Yeah. I think my New Year's kiss is going to be my mom.
1: I think it's, like, you guys will <laughs> like be at a, just, a meditation I'm gonna retreat. I'm going to be on a
2: meditation retreat. Yeah, I'm going to be totally off the grid in silence wow. on New Year's. Wow. Um, and, like, yeah. I'm not going to grab a nun. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Although. <laughs> I
2: think my only- Whew. Although yeah.
1: that would be pretty hot. Be pretty yeah. Magical. yeah.
2: I don't know if hot is the word for it. I don't know if hot yeah, is the word for I'm, it. I'm um, joking.
1: Yeah. I don't know. You haven't you haven't seen the nuns at this monastery yet, so who knows? You're
0: right, you're right.
1: Well, Good
2: actually point. I have I have been on retreats with these nuns before. Um, oh,
1: okay. Oh. okay. So, well okay. Never mind. I don't
2: right. know. Anytime I've been on retreat, they're not they're not particularly sexual retreats, so <laughs>
1: Right. <laughs> that doesn't seem like the Buddhist thing. no not
2: really not really anyway Uh, let's get back to the holidays shall we yes yes Yes.
1: let's talk about that um all right so uh, right like the holidays are filled with this this emotional intensity right there's there's just sort of figuring out your travel plans for the holidays which partners you're going to spend time with we talked about that a little bit more last year in our happy holiday poly days episode if you want to go back and check that out um, but, there, you know, there's the stress of buying gifts for everyone. Uh, mm-hmm. speaking for myself, because I still need to do that.
2: Yes. Uh,
1: right? There's the gift-buying stress. There's dealing with your family, if that's not, like, the easiest of things. I know a lot mm-hmm. of my friends and loved ones, like, being with your family is not, like, this relaxing, warm Norman Rockwell... Mm-hmm thing, right? Yeah. It's, it's a little stressful. You might love your family, but it's still a little stressful, because it's not your life, it's like this, this other life you have with your family. There's also yeah. a
2: lot of, like, I mean, there's also just the fact that there's so much tradition surrounding the holidays, and that can be good tradition or bad tradition, as in it could be, like, Our tradition is like we have to have x number of family members at the table for dinner, and like if you're Mm. late or if you want to bring someone, like I'm going to be super stressed out about it, and I'm like I'm your mother, and I'm going to emotionally blackmail you. Um, This is Uh, this is not not, no, I am not. Uh I I was just about to give the disclaimer. Uh I am not speaking from experience. I promise. I, that was totally an abstract example. My mother's yep. actually quite gracious around the holidays uh-huh. um or but it could or it could be something of like the tradition of is that whenever I'm with my family, the holidays have always sucked like and right. so that's how it is every year, and that's what I'm expecting, you know, mm-hmm. um, even though that's not like an established tradition, but that's just like what the trend has been, um, yeah, right, so it's kind of like, yeah, it's just the fact that there's so much history and so much personal history that you have to revisit every single year um yeah. Yeah, that like it, like of course it's going to bring up some kind of angst.
1: Yeah. Well, and so what the three of us, like we were saying earlier, have been finding is that this has led to some some stress with our partners. Um, mm-hmm. You know, maybe a little bit with each other. Although actually, that hasn't been so bad this year. Uh, but you know, with our with our other what partners. You mean like
2: between the three of us? Between the
1: three of us, yeah. But like with each yeah. With each no, of no, our We
2: fighting I mean we We like squabble at each other Pretty much at every single meeting <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's <laughs> just true. because So maybe you know. we're just but used that's just to we always love each other. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> We're so used to that level of arguing And, and mm, squabbling yeah. That we don't even notice um, yeah. mm-hmm. <clears throat> But with our other partners we do because there's that those stresses about the holidays and and it's and it's even if it's not something specific like i was saying with my visit to the chiropractor it's not like something specific i'm stressed about there's just this general sense of being a little bit tense being a little bit stressed being a little bit um kind of holding it together really hard in that you know tensing those muscles
2: you were saying that like a lot well statistically a lot of relationships end like in January, February. Mm, yeah. yeah, sorry. Well, first, sorry everybody, Christmas this is Valentine's like <coughs> is bad prediction here. But true? yeah,
1: but between Christmas and Valentine's Day is the sort of statistically the most common time to break up. Um,
2: is it because of like how nasty you've been to each other over the holidays?
1: Well, it's one of those things with, with, you know, I, I remember I learned about this statistic like 10 years ago or something, and I don't remember where it was from. So please go like verify this for yourself. (laughs) Um, but there wasn't, you know, with stuff like this, there's a correlation. We don't know what the causation is, Mm -hmm. right? We can make guesses Mm -hmm. about like, well, maybe some people want to break up, but they don't want to do it before the holidays. So they wait. But they don't want to have to do Valentine's Day, so they break up before that. Or, yeah. um, you know, maybe it is the stress of the holidays. We were saying, like, maybe you're just, like, such a jerks to each other during the holidays that it's like, well, this isn't going to work out. <laughs> okay. Or maybe it's that thing of, like, you spend time with your family. And mm. I know for some of my friends, this is more of a thing than others. But but some people, you know, they'll spend time with their families and come away from that being like, well, my current relationship doesn't look like my mom and dad do, so mm-hmm. it must not be the one. Uh, again, I'm, I'm kind of yeah. speaking more about my more monogamously minded friends. Um, mm-hmm. But, right, like, those are all thing they're all factors there, mm. right? Whatever yeah. it is. Or maybe, like, they got along terribly with my family, what am I doing? Right, there's, there's a mm-hmm. whole lot of options yeah. for
2: Interesting.
1: what could lead to that. I- I'm not sure here's an interesting thing that I would like to find out though, is if this statistic holds true for poly relationships, or if this is only true for monogamous relationships, because I do feel like poly relationships have sort of different. uh, How do I say this? Like breakups are very different. Um, Well,
0: and there's a little more fluidity, like a little more understanding between time
1: constraints. There's some more middle grounds. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I would be curious to see like how, how these statistics stacked up in poly relationships. Unfortunately, yeah. once again, not a ton of research about mm-hmm, that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Although that actually, speaking of poly researchers, that does bring us to our friend, mm-hmm. Dr. Elizabeth chef or, yes, or Eli chef as she likes to be called. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is about when you're going to be home for the holidays and you're going to see your family There could be this temptation to say, you know what, maybe this Christmas, I'm going to come out to my family Mm. about being Polly. And I guess we'd like to suggest maybe don't do that. Uh, This is some advice that we got from Eli Sheff a year and a half ago or something when we were talking with her. And she, um, for those of you who don't know, Eli Sheff is a researcher who is not Polly herself or like doesn't identify as Polly herself but um, has been and is fascinated with polyamory and studies it professionally, like, as a scientist. Um, and so she's got a lot of really useful info about that. She works as a an expert witness, like, on um, child custody cases and stuff like that, um, for people fighting for custody of their children. She'll come in to kind of be this expert witness about, like, hey, this is what polyamory is, and you can trust me because I'm not someone who's poly, necessarily, right? Like, there's mm-hmm. a certain... Uh, Validity to that. But anyway, this is something that she talked about is that idea of like, you know, holidays and other people's weddings are maybe not the time to come out. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Well, it's anything where
2: where the day is about something that is not you.
1: Right. Basically. And that by coming out, you are kind of making it about you.
0: Well, yeah. and again, like for your parents or whomever, it's definitely also going to be a stressful time, so like adding to that stress is probably not the best thing.
2: That's
1: a great point. Well, but it's that everyone else is stressed though. like you are. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah,
2: exactly, exactly. Um it's difficult though because, you know, I think what I see a lot of people feeling is like if they feel like they want to be able to bring a different partner home mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. the holidays or yeah. two partners home for the holidays or yeah. they want to go to a different partner's family for the holidays and having mm-hmm. to explain that that you get into the situation of like well shoot yeah. <laughs> you know how do yeah. i pull this off but not lie about it and yeah. Yeah. i mean i guess you know the best suggestion i would give would be to be able to try to come out before that is the situation mm-hmm. right you know ideally you're thinking about this ahead of time about like oh like actually i think i want to bring this other partner back home so that means I'm going right. to have to kind of be open about who this other partner is. Um, ideally, that, that talk that happens. this
1: episode is coming out on December 20th, might be yeah. a little too late for that right now. But just something to think yeah. about. Like, if there's a way to not maybe wait. Um, because we've talked about before, this, like, coming out is something you want to take time with. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. And that the holidays, like and we're saying... also, it's going
2: to take time. It's not going to be right. one conversation and then done. Exactly. No. It's
1: an ongoing conversation, and it might be nice to do that. Perhaps, let me just throw this out here. What if coming out could be like a New Year's resolution kind of thing?
2: Hmm.
1: Like, I'm going to resolve that...
2: you it, kind of make your plan for coming out. Right. That's part like it, of
1: your New Year's. Right. Mm-hmm. Rather than doing it at the holidays, say, like during this year you know say like over the next three months like i'm going to come out to all of my family and like realize there's going to be that time if if you've decided that coming out is the right choice for you and that that you're in a safe place to do that right big big caveat there um anyway just just a thought yeah
2: (laughs) i'm into that i'm into that Mm -hmm. um man i haven't brought anybody home for the holidays in like centuries I feel I went home with
0: Josh's family last year And that was good yeah. But that was more like You know Just very normal the Normal, normal eight, circumstances the <laughs> I mean yeah. I
2: haven't been home for the holidays myself In like three years Yeah um, I'm, I'm
0: This year I'm caroling both on the 24th and the 25th So yeah. the actual day is like I'm not going to be even in this house So yeah. that's kind of All stressful
1: right. Yeah I'm also I'm not going to be home for the holidays either i'm i'm staying here I'm gonna do oh, some okay. sort of friends friends christmasing friends miss sweet some
2: that'll be cool yeah. Really good. yeah here's okay hang on i have a question though because like yes as we said at the beginning of this that you know we're told that the holidays are all warm and magical and light and good and positive i mean was that just because like that was the impression we got as children is because I mean, when you're a kid, like, it is freaking awesome Like, everyone's shoving sugar down your throat And giving you presents Yeah,
1: um, and you get to, like, be off of school It's fucking Yeah, exactly, and great. you're off of
2: school And, yeah. like, is that why?
1: Yeah I will say I'm super stoked about holiday from work, which, which I actually get this year and I haven't oh, gotten yeah. in mm-hmm. years before. So like that, yeah. that part I am excited nice. to get to have. Yes,
2: for sure. And I have to say, I'm ex- like, I'm excited to go home to my family for the holidays because of the fact that I have a niece and nephew who are oh, you know, seven and five. They're they're still of Santa believing age. Yeah, and that's so lovely. like vicariously through them, I get to try to mm-hmm. recapture the magic of Christmas from my own childhood. Um, yeah. yeah. Which maybe is healthy, maybe it's not healthy, I don't know.
1: I don't know No, that'll be lovely. I don't know either. But, but Dedeker, please promise me, if your little cousin sings any more songs and plays her little guitar, send that shit to me, because that was fucking adorable. I still think about that song, and that was from, like, two years ago. About her
2: song to the cat? Her
1: song to the cat. It
2: was so good.
1: (laughs) Um, anyway. Yes, please share those things with me. Um... Okay. But, like, okay, let's... Can, can we get... Can we try to get a little bit personal about the holidays? Even more
2: personal? Even, even more, more personal? Even more,
1: more personal. What you w- got? What, what do you want to... What?
2: Come on. Come huh? on. I'm going to be like Monique here. Well, come on.
1: <laughs> you did say that you wished you could, you could do wanted that. I want to
2: be able to do that, so come on.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I guess, so, So like, our, our next topic we want to talk about is introducing family members to partners. Um, and... Uh, you know i haven't i haven't like used the holidays as a way to introduce a new partner um but i do think we all have experience bringing partners you know since being poly uh bringing <laughs> partners home to mm-hmm. to meet our family or meeting our partners family right mm-hmm. um and i guess i just kind of wanted to talk about that for a second cuz that for a lot of people i think is sort of a terrifyingly stressful situation of, um, you know, of, of not only the idea of meeting someone else's parents, but having your parents meet your partner. Yeah. Right. That, and, and I yeah. guess here's, let me, this might be a little controversial. You guys can feel free to argue with me if you want. Okay. Um, I feel like if your partner is meeting your family for the first time, and you're not a little terrified I think you should rethink it a little bit
2: like if you yourself are not a little bit terrified about your partner meeting your family
1: right if you're like whatever my family's great everything's fine my partner should chill maybe rethink that a little bit because there's a lot of factors here and I think that some people can kind of romanticize their own families a little bit of course, um, yeah. Kind of think of them as a little infallible, uh, yeah. And so just to kind of go in and be like. I guess I, like, I, I'm trying not to be, like, super negative about this, and I don't know why this is where I'm going right now.
2: <laughs> yeah, um. I, f- I feel like my impulse is to try to, like, combat that with positivity, of trying to be like, yeah, I get that, but you don't want to just project, like, that things are going to be terrible, because families, like horses, can smell fear.
1: Right, okay, uh-huh. yes. Uh-huh. They can smell fear, uh, uh-huh. and, and blood. They are, like, sharks as well as horses. They're, like, shorces. Uh-huh. Um...
0: That was the worst mixed metamor metaphor you've ever fucking made.
1: Mixed oh metamor. God. Now there's an interesting, <laughs> there's an interesting concept. Okay, bring
2: it back God. on. Come on. Come right. On. Okay. Come on, okay. Bring, okay. It back, bring it back.
1: Yeah. Yeah. What I'm saying is not to go in thinking like, oh, this is going to be terrible. Cause yeah, like you're going to make it terrible if you go in expecting that. But, um, yeah. what I mean is to just, if you feel like you're going to go in and you don't need to, to, to kind of help prepare your partner for that or prepare your family for that. Like I know both in my own experiences and also in, you know, experiences of friends and other partners, like you can bring someone home and you might, you know, you might be worried about them making a good impression on your family. And then your family is the one that doesn't make a good impression on them. Um, Because you didn't take that time to be like, Hey family, this person's important. Like here's some way that some ways that don't be a dick. Well, not just don't be a dick, but like, here's some things about them. You should know that will help you to like start a conversation and help them feel included. Mm -hmm. Um, Or I suppose um, based on some more recent experiences that I've had to even say, Hey, family or friends, this is a person who's important to me, and they're really not comfortable in social situations, so hmm. maybe don't try to make small talk with them, right? Like, like one partner, if you don't try to make maybe, small talk with more, them, would be terrible. Yeah. And another one, that might be what they want. But you know yeah. what I mean? This is, like, what you can do to help sort of facilitate that. Yeah. yeah. Is, is kind of yeah, trying to... Yeah, I do things to- like
2: that like just tell people like just so you know this person is just like really quiet and really shy so like doesn't mean so not there. personal don't be yeah. offended yeah don't right. think that like they don't like you or anything like that right yeah, sure. things like that totally yeah. um
1: Awesome. All right. Are we ready for this, guys? Oh,
2: my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, oh my God. God. Okay. So, can I just give a little preamble? Um, Oh, God. Oh, God. God. Yeah. Well,
1: can we explain what Two Truths and a Lie is, just in case not everyone knows this game?
2: Okay. So, okay. First, I'll explain the game. Then Mm -hmm. I'll explain the specific premise of our game. Yes. So, the game Two Truths and a Lie, pretty straightforward, is that you tell someone three facts or three snippets or three anecdotes Mm -hmm. two of them are truthful and one of them is not truthful one of Mm -hmm. them is made up and the person has to guess which one is the lie is the lie so now we're playing bible edition for a couple of reasons um
1: it's christmas one of them
2: being that it's christmas (laughs) another of them being that Jason and I were raised Christian. Um, we don't identify as Christian anymore. However, we have do have a lot of collective nostalgia slash PTSD surrounding mm-hmm. our Christian upbringing. Mm-hmm. Emily, on the other hand, was not brought up Christian. Emily was brought up, what, just straight up atheist? Yeah. Pretty
0: much, yeah. Just like
2: bliss blissfully atheist. <laughs> yeah. um, it was like, and yeah, no. We noticed this phenomenon that if Jason and I made any references from the Bible, you know, we'd usually have to explain it to Emily. But then we started realizing, like, we can make up anything because the Bible has some crazy shit in it. And you really maybe wouldn't be able to know what is actually from the Bible and what is just something that we made up. So that's what we're bringing to you guys today, mostly for our own entertainment. um, But hopefully it's a little bit entertaining to you guys as well the bible edition of two truths and a lie starring emily as the victim
1: there will be okay. three rounds okay um okay. is there like a prize if she gets um, Oh,
2: yeah uh, you guys are gonna that, have to figure we? that
0: out because i think i deserve a prize i yeah. think i deserve a prize pretty good i
2: mean okay i think if she loses then like okay. when we go see her sing christmas curls i have to gonna buy have you, have to- you a
0: round of drinks
1: If she loses, okay. Okay. Otherwise,
0: I have to buy both of you a drink. Okay. uh And then um, if I win, then you buy me a drink. Which you should buy me anyway. Yeah, we'll
1: buy you that anyways. You're caroling for us. So Um, so an extra drink. Yeah. Yeah, no, what would... it has got to be something better than that. Hmm, I don't know. Okay, maybe... How about this? How about those of you listening, uh, you know, depending how this goes... Um, tweet at us, at Multiamory, uh, send us a message on Facebook, or if you're already in the invite-only Patreon group, uh, put a message in there. We'll talk about what we think either Emily should win or we should win for the outcome of this game.
0: Oh, God. Okay. 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 I'm so nervous. Okay. Let's All do right. this. Okay, okay you okay. ready for round one?
2: Round yeah. one. Ding, ding. So, round one has to do specifically you know, with the event's surrounding the birth of Christ. And do you want to okay. alternate,
1: so. deads? Is that the plan? Hmm? Do you want to alternate things?
2: <sighs> sure.
1: Yeah? Okay. Does that work?
2: <laughs> okay, so... Uh,
1: when, can I start? Yeah, go ahead. So first? <laughs> okay, all right. Here's round one. Thing number one. Joseph, the husband of Mary, was planning to divorce Mary once he learned that she was pregnant and it wasn't his. But... An angel came to him in his sleep and told him not to do that. (laughs) That's thing number one. Okay.
2: Okay. Thing number two. (laughs) Thing number two. So, not as well known, Mary had a cousin named Elizabeth. Now, Elizabeth was much older. She was an older lady. However, an angel came to Elizabeth and told her that she was going to have a baby. Emily's already crying yeah. Don't cry Emily It's <laughs> oh okay Oh my god This is okay. so hard
0: Okay, Okay Okay
2: Okay So So an angel comes to Mary's cousin Elizabeth And says you're gonna have a baby Okay Now an angel also comes to Elizabeth's husband Zachariah And says hey Your wife is gonna have a baby And is like Are you kidding me My wife is old as shit There's no way she's gonna have a baby Okay To punish Zachariah For disbelieving He was struck with Madness and he had to wander in the wilderness like an animal until his baby was born, who who grew up to be John the Baptist.
0: Okay. okay. So that's, that's thing okay. number two. Okay.
1: All right. And now thing number three is that it is not actually clear how many wise men or kings there were um, that, that came to visit the little baby Jesus.
2: Yeah. Even though the song is like, We Three Kings, we three kings right. actually of don't know. Right.
1: But... Well, all we do know is that there were three gifts. That the gifts were frankincense, gold, and Emily.
0: Myrrh. We three kings of Oriental. Frankincense, frankincense, gold, English we traverse so far field and fountain, moor and mountain, wandering yonder star. Yeah. Oh no. no! Okay,
1: frankincense, gold, and myrrh were the three gifts. But we do not actually know how many kings or wise men there were. Yeah. Okay, those are the three things. Which one okay, of those so three recap, is the lie? To do. It- to do a yeah. quick
2: recap, mm-hmm. it's that, you know, Joseph was going to divorce Mary once he learned uh, that she was pregnant with a baby that an angel- wasn't his, but an angel told him not to. Mm-hmm. Second one, that Mary's cousin Elizabeth was going to have a baby. Um, her husband didn't believe it, and so okay. he was punished by, uh, the angel struck him with madness, and he had to wander around until okay. his baby was born. Okay. Third one being that we don't know the actual number of, of wise men. Could have been two, okay. could have been 200. We just know that there were three gifts
0: my god, um, this is super, super hard. For those um, of you
1: playing along at home, tweet your answers in now.
2: I think
0: that the middle one is true, because I've heard of maybe a Zachariah before, and Mad Things, and Old Bitches, Barren Babies, <laughs> um... The divorce thing at the beginning, I was like, I don't know, maybe, but like divorce, did that like was that a thing back in like BC and shit? Who the fuck is? <laughs> and then like the last one, I mean, why would they say we three kings if there weren't three? Right? I think that is a lie.
2: So to confirm, is that your final answer? Is that, yeah, I think is that your final so. answer? Yeah.
1: I'm sorry, Emily, you're not correct.
0: (laughs) What was the right one?
1: The lie was actually the second one. Are you Um, fucking kidding me? Well, here's how we got you. There are truths in it. Mary did have a cousin Elizabeth, who was an older woman, who did have a baby at an older age, and the angels told her that, and they visited her husband. The difference is that they struck him mute, not mad. So he didn't wander in the wilderness... But he instead was not able to speak that, until his son. That okay. did
2: happen in the Old Testament. That happened to King Nebuchadnezzar. That he was struck with madness and had to wander in the wilderness. This was kind of so a I just, just kind of mixed. Yeah. mixed I just needed a Bible to know.
1: Yeah. yeah, I
2: needed yeah. to
0: know the different.
1: Like I would I know, have never I know never that know was that. a hard one. It was a hard one. I know it's a
2: hard one. That's okay, hard one.
0: but yes, okay. no. Joseph
2: was the Bible says Joseph was planning to quietly divorce Mary.
0: What a um, dick!
2: But then he didn't. He was a good guy at the end of the day. Yeah.
0: Good job, Joe. Good Ooh. job, um, Joey boy. Okay, okay you okay. ready for round two? Next one. Yes, I'm okay.
1: so ready. I'm round not two. ready, but I'm so ready.
0: <laughs> round two. Here we go.
1: Okay. Uh, I'll okay. do this first one. Yeah?
2: Okay, so this one, this one's like the personal edition of yeah. Christmas trivia.
1: This one's personal. This is about me and Dedeker. This is not actually about Jesus. Okay, ready? Yeah. Number one. Oh, <laughs> God. Thing number one. Dedeker has played the Virgin Mary in a Christmas play twice. Once at the age of five... And again, at the age of fourteen,
0: how could she not look
1: at her? Right, so virginal. <laughs> yeah,
2: little did they know what she would turn into. <laughs> Mary, Mary, did you know?
1: <laughs> Mary did know. Okay, okay, go okay. ahead. Okay,
2: okay, okay. So, thing number two: Jace's very first acting role was playing Jesus, the baby Jesus, in a nativity play. And follow-up trivia: he pooped in his diaper. while playing that
0: role i really hope that happened
1: (laughs) okay thing number three the Dedeker and jace went to a christmas eve service in japan and watched an actual submersion baptism where they put someone completely underwater as a baptism
0: can you baptize people on christmas eve
2: I think you can <laughs> baptize people whenever you, you like can baptize
1: them whenever you want
2: <laughs> Okay. Whenever the spirit leads them yeah. Okay
0: um, I'm gonna go with God I think number two Jace pooping his pants And stuff Is probably not true But honestly I might be I'm gonna say
1: two <laughs> That was the truth think You're wrong I'm lie. sorry what mm-hmm. my first acting role was playing baby jesus in a nativity play my mom and dad were mary and joseph and i did oh poop my. in my diaper during the play and they I'm couldn't so change me that you because did. it was during <laughs> the you jesus. <laughs> oh wow which one was the lie uh the lie is about the christmas eve service um, we did oh. go to a Christmas Eve service in Japan. That's what I thought! But there was not However, an actual submersion baptism. You were so close with suspecting that.
0: Yeah, we yeah. were very close. Oh, we very close. Mm-hmm. Damn it.
2: Baptisms yeah, are generally
1: that? not a Christmas Eve thing
2: exactly yeah. i think i think it's allowed i'm sure if you really wanted to i guess but they'd be but
1: like we've got some other
2: shit weird, going on right but now but
1: they'd probably be kind like of
2: that whole same phenomenon of like making the day about yourself when it's not about yourself
1: right that yeah, would be a little exactly weird. yeah unless it was exactly. like they were doing a play where they were reenacting john the baptist baptizing uh, jesus maybe
2: yeah yeah that's,
0: good. that's a whole that's other good. thing
1: that's okay good. are you ready for round three
0: Oh, my God. I'm going to... I'm owing you guys drinks now, so... (laughs) Fuck. Okay. Okay.
2: Yeah. I'm ready.
1: All right, dads, take it away.
2: Okay. So, Mary, Joseph, and Uh baby Jesus Uh fled to Egypt um, after baby Jesus was born, obviously. But the reason they fled to Egypt is because they learned that King Herod, who was the king of the Jews at that time... yeah. um, was going to enact a law that he was going to start rationing food to Jerusalem. Um, it was handed down from the Romans. So okay. Mary, Joseph, and baby Jesus were like, no, fuck that. We're going to Egypt where there's no food rationing. Okay, that's thing number one. Okay.
1: Okay. Thing number two is that at one point during Jesus' life, he was up on a hilltop and Satan was trying to tempt him to sort of defy God or go against his teachings. And at one point, Satan dared Jesus to jump off the cliff and to prove that he was immortal and wouldn't die.
0: What? He was I- like,
1: Jesus, dare you to do some base jumping without a parachute right now and not die.
0: Oh my god, did he do
1: it? No, Jesus was. No, because this is Satan tempting Jesus, right? So Jesus is like, no, brah, I'm Jesus. I don't need to prove myself <laughs> to you. Uh,
0: okay. 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 Okay.
1: All right. Okay. And,
2: Last uh, thing. Also, during Jesus' heyday, mm-hmm. you know, when he was the most popular, his friend Lazarus died.
0: Okay. Lazarus
2: was dead for four days. For four days. Yep. And Jesus was so sad about it that he went and brought him back to life. After being dead for four days Like out
1: of the grave Like raised him up
2: Like out of the grave Yeah Those are your things
0: What?
1: Do you need a recap Of the things?
0: <laughs> Something about devils so The first okay, jumping so the first- off of cliffs yes. And mm-hmm. fleeing to Egypt Because of food rations Right And You raise me up By Josh Grove.
1: <laughs> yep. That was the fourth bonus thing. You got it. That was the
0: fourth you got bonus.
1: The bonus thing.
0: point. Oh my god, you guys. How does anyone get this? I mean, I'm a good memorizer, but god.
1: <laughs> I want to know how our listeners at home are doing. Please send us I'm your scores. I'm sure they're doing at the great.
0: Not me, miss atheist lady. Uh-huh. Okay, let's think about this because King Herod was in the musical Jesus Christ Superstar. Mhm. <laughs> well and done. You know, I don't remember them ever leaving. And wouldn't King Herod have been like super fucking old by the time Jesus Christ Superstar happened if they left as a baby? Mm, it's yeah. Good to
2: call in your musical theater knowledge—that's know, like all, that, that, I that, theater, is all that I got.
0: That's all that I got. And and as for like the devil and shit and having mm-hmm. him jump and stuff, I I could see that happening. Like you know not really obviously this is a story but i could see that happening um and as for the last thing lazarus that that sounds like a familiar name mm-hmm. i don't know you you guys are sneaky so it could have been like oh no it was three days but three days was jesus
1: mm, lazarus i don't
0: know jesus has a the monopoly um, on
1: three days yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so but what's why, it gonna be
0: we? god Damn it! Um, I'm going to go with number one as the as lie. lie.
2: Did Yay! I get it? Well Yay! done! You
0: got, got, it. got you oh my got God. musical theater knowledge. Yeah. Yes. Well, so, so the truth is. Yeah,
1: go for they
2: it. They actually did flee to Egypt when Jesus oh. was a baby but not because King Herod was enacting a rashid it's because King Herod heard this rumor, like there was this rumor that there was this prophecy that there was going to be a new king of the Jews that had been born, and he could not stand for that, and so he ordered for all of the baby boys in Jerusalem to be killed. Oh, yeah. So it's actually a much, um, much, much more like horrible, much inconceivable it's Something much worse, thing. actually, yes. yes. Okay, okay. <laughs> that that, they fled that to Egypt. led them okay. to to Egypt,
1: yes.
0: You guys are sneaky sneaks.
1: We are sneaky sneaks. Well, you
0: know. Yeah. Anyways, that, I learned a lot about Jesus. Jesus and
1: mm-hmm.
2: stuff,
0: yeah. and so. about
1: Dedeker and my acting careers.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly. Actually, and the Virgin Mary at the age of five—that probably was my first role. Yeah, if yeah. I recall correctly. Go. Yeah,
1: yeah. I had a little I bit of an earlier start both. than you.
2: Exactly. But, you know, yeah, you did. I was did. only. at least, so, at least, like I didn't poop myself on stage, though.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was so nervous, I just shit myself on stage.
2: <laughs> I can
0: so assure you both right? and all of the people who are listening that I have never once been in a nativity play. Mm. Never once. Or well, maybe we yeah. can change that. There's still
2: time. Maybe yeah. we can what? somehow. There's still there's time. Still time. Yeah.
1: I
0: would be like maybe we, Mary. Maybe
2: we can cobble together a nativity play at the church just for the sake oh, of. That would be good.
0: I would be Mary Magdalene, yeah. obviously. Mary I've Magdalene wasn't so really around the birth of Christ,
1: not in the nativity oh, fuck, play, you're but you—you right. you could it. be like the angel of the Lord that comes to the wise men and tells them,
2: and to the shepherds, yeah. like you could definitely yeah, be yeah. The, the angel. Who comes Angels to the we have, to have heard on high. Yeah, you'd be that. You'd be yeah. the angel that we have heard on high. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Singing stuff. Oh. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: The only thing of Christmas that I know are Christmas carols. Those but, I know. Yeah. Like
1: from Handel's Messiah, like and the angel said unto them, fear not. And like, you know, does the uh. whole thing about you know it's a soprano part. you probably wouldn't sing it. But <laughs> no, it's I, w- cool. I
0: definitely wouldn't. <laughs> Alrighty. Well
1: that was wonderful.
2: Well that yes. was illuminating. Thank you <laughs> everybody for
1: joining us for this <laughs> inaugural round of two truths and a lie. If you have suggestions, <laughs> there will be more For future Two Truths and a Lie um, events that you would like us to do, please send those to info at Multiamory.com or tweet those to us at Multiamory. Or if you want to be sneaky and send them to just one of us, you can send an email to emily at Multiamory.com, jace at Multiamory.com, or Dedeker at Multiamory.com. And uh, give us some suggestions for some Two Truths and a Lie. And also let us know how you did. (laughs) We'd love to hear how our listeners did. <laughs> I really want to hear. Bible trivia.
2: Yeah, let's let's hear who else was raised evangelical. Yes. I
1: bet uh,
0: so many people got 100%, even who weren't where raised that way? I just well, am living in a hole. We'll, we will find out. No,
2: I don't think I don't know. I don't think you are. I think there's a lot of things that Jason and I assume everybody knows just because of our upbringing that yeah. actually like not a lot of people know about. And we you did make right. this a
1: little hard. You're correct. This yeah, was yeah. This was not easy. So, it seemed very difficult. Well done. I'm proud so, of you for getting one, though. I was worried. You. I was worried you were going to get <laughs> zero, right? You're like, she's <laughs> not going to get any of them. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Anyways. Well, thank you all very much. Happy holidays. Have a, a happy, happy poly days. Uh, I'm dreaming and, of a white Christmas. Yes, I'm also dreaming of a white Christmas. And we will see not you... Not going to happen in L.A. We will see you next week for the post-Christmas times. Uh, And uh, we will be looking forward to starting a new year with all of you whom we love very much. Bye-bye. See you
2: next week, you guys.
1: See you next week.